You are the brave, red pioneers of Mars. You do what we could not do. You suffer so that others will flourish. Always remember that obedience is the highest virtue. Investigators are focusing in on terrorist group the Sons of Ares, who's believed to be behind the bombing that claimed the lives of an entire mining crew and technician group yesterday. But it's winter well on the way, the drafters have a new favorite emerging. Darrow Al Andromedus and fellow House Dregs, the Howlers, led a punishing assault on Pat Al Telemannus and House Minerva today. We'll break it all down for you, coming up next. You're of use because you're more than a weapon. When your wife died, she didn't just give you a vendetta. She gave you her dream. You're its keeper. Welcome to Hail Reaper. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Hail Reaper. My name is Philip. This is my good friend Jeremy. What's up? Not a lot. We are ready for an award show. Award show. It's like our, uh, it's like the Laurel Tide. It is like the Laurel Tide. Yeah, it's like the real life Laurel Tide. <laughs> Tim, what's up, man? <laughs> he almost talked. <laughs> he like thought about it and he's like, no, I'm just going to give a peace sign. Forget it. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're doing our episode 10 here today, but we do have a few announcements to get to before we kind of get into the topic of the laurels. So uh, and these are important announcements. That's why we want to make them at the top. Normally, we kind of wait till the end, but we got to get this out of the way first. Season one of Hail Reaper is coming to a close. Uh, this is our second to last episode. So if you're listening today, you got this episode. And then next Monday, that's the last episode of the season. We're going to be taking a break until uh, winter, early winter uh, mm-hmm. 2021. So we'll have a few bonus episodes on the feed. And if you're a patron, oh. you're gonna you're still gonna get content. Yeah, we'll take care of you. But if you're um, but if you're like just on a regular feed, uh, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. Uh, so we talked all about uh, Red Rising in season one. Season two is gonna come back. We wanna come back really strong with even like way better production, more stuff, but that's gonna be all about Golden Sun. I'm stoked about that. Yeah, and it's the unofficial favorite book of the series. We're super pumped to dive into that one. Um, and we're, we're got, we got a lot of ideas that we're really like ready to unleash and go. We're actually already, we've been working on them already. Uh, and like just more sound stuff. And it's going to be crazy cool. Uh, so Patreon, that's the second uh, announcement. The Patreon, to be a member of that, it's go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Reaper. It's a buck a month to be a part of that. You get bonus content from us. You get to be kind of on our Discord channel that we've been uh, fostering for a while now. And it's really picking up steam. Starting to get a good good vibes going on there. Yeah, it's so fun like, to go back and forth and people argue with us. It's great. Have people argued with you? <laughs> no. Okay, no. Well, what do they do? What do they say? They bring up, you know, episode discussion seems to be a popular one. Mm. So people like getting on there after the fact and just bringing up something you and I have said. Nick69 talked to you about Ender's Game. For oh, a while, yeah, he's, right? he's a big old Ender's Game fan. That yeah. was a fun conversation going back and forth. And then uh, Grace was also talking about Ender's. I, was she talking about Ender with you a little bit? Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback about Ender. Yeah, so, so. our patrons are dope. Like, we're yeah. we're like really happy with all the people that have uh, come alongside of us and just kind of foster this little community of uh, the Hail Reaper Red Rising. Uh, so then uh, next week, we have our last episode, which will be a Q&A episode. So if you have questions, we want to hear them and we want to read them. We want to get as many as possible. So that would be hailreaperpod at gmail.com. That's it. We prefer to have our preference, rather, is we want to actually do as many questions as we can about book one. 
to kind of like wrap up the wrap up the season. Uh, but if you want to do book two, three, four, five questions, well, let's get to those two. If you want, if you have questions for any of the three of us, uh, Tim, myself, or Jeremy, uh, about maybe our process or how we've done the podcast, um, go ahead and shoot. Why not? Like, why? Or like our favorite movies or video games or whatever. I don't know. They should just make the show really easy for us, and they they'll all be Tim questions, and we'll just give them the mic and we'll just rest in the <laughs> corner. Tim, just answer a bunch of questions. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Oh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the episode itself. Let's do it. We're back. Uh, we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be giving our laurels away. I'm, I'm excited. So we're, make, we're we're making a mock <laughs> laurel tide. Uh, how we're doing that is we've have three categories here. Uh, we have. Let me actually look what they are because we didn't really plan for this episode. Um, favorite quote or monologue, favorite chapter from the book, and favorite uh, scene or moment from book. This is all from book one. For anyone who hasn't uh, been on the train listening to our previous episodes, so these three categories we're kind of just go through one by one. And we're going to give our individual laurel to you. Uh, so you want to you want to just go for it? Let's do it. Okay, cool. So what are you giving your laurel to in regards to favorite quote or monologue? Gamma. <laughs> oh, dude. That was a good prank. I did not see that coming. You, you, know, you weren't expecting that. For not real. at all. I was all like, right. wait, what? So actually, I'm going to go with my favorite quote is from EO. And um, here we go. Mm -hmm. Death isn't empty like you say it is. Emptiness is life without freedom, Darrow. Emptiness is living chained by fear, fear of loss, of death. I say we break those chains. Break the chains of fear and you'll break the chains that bind us to the golds, to the society. This is really solid. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, it, hey, it's, hey, it's good, guys. It's really good. It, to me, this is the genesis of the entire series. Yeah. And, and this is why I chose it, for, for real. Uh, all kidding aside. Yeah. And EO is, she may not be you know, top five character for me or anything like that. And, and again, we talked at length about her, but but this is just nails right yeah. here. And again, it's the genesis. This is what starts it all. This is the dream mm. spelled out, kind of extrapolated. I, I said in the EO episode, I know it's been a while, but I just remember this as you were talking, like if you could kind of like basically summarize a character within like a couple sentences, this is just EO. Like I could tell someone who's never read Red Rising before and just go, here's this quote. And I can just kind of use that quote to kind of singularly explain who EO is. And I, I think that's wonderful about her. I think you and I both said she's probably one of the best written, if not the best written character in the entire uh, first book. She is very worried. Even though she's barely there. She right. still feels, she she lingers and permeates the entire story because of her dream. So I, I think it's a great pick, a great laurel to give. Um, I'm going to go with mine. Yeah, my My laurel for favorite quote uh, is from Dancer. I love my guy Dancer. You uh, do. Yeah. I respect that. I like I like that you enjoy Dancer. I do a lot. Um, let me read the quote for you. And oh, it's going to sound familiar for those who <laughs> listen to our, our opening. They've heard it a few times. Yeah. You're of use because you're more than a weapon. When your wife died, she didn't just give you a vendetta. She gave you her dream. You're its keeper, its maker. So don't be spitting anger and hate. You're not fighting against them. No matter what Harmony says, you're fighting for EO's dream, for your family that is still alive, your people. I mean, I speculated 
I, I speculate on a few things that if Dancer didn't say certain things to Darrow, what would his arc be like? What what would the story would change for him? I think these are these are quotes, but they're lessons, and they're dramatically important to the story. Without these formative moments of um, kind of you know Dancer metaphorically putting his arm around Darrow and saying, "Hey, like you're of use because you're more than a weapon," like shaping his entire worldview of how he's supposed to go about taking down and, and infiltrating and, and going about his mission. Uh, I love it. I think that it's it's almost as important as the quote you picked. Uh, I just happen to like it more, but I think I would I would also say like concede that that the EO moment is actually EO quote is a better one for the uh, the totality of the story. But I just happen to like this better, and that's why I give it my laurel. I think it's a great laurel. Yeah. I think you know we've said many times that the dancer kind of gives him directionality, mm -hmm. and without that, you know Darrow would have just tried to inflict pain, not really uproot society or or bring red to prominence. He would have just tried to go out and have as many casualties before he lost his own life. For sure. Let's go ahead and do our laurel for favorite chapter. So what's your favorite chapter in the whole book? Favorite chapter is chapter 34. What? Yes, this yeah. is this is the first chapter of, of uh, part three mm -hmm. of Red Rising. And this is like the Mustang chapter, right? Yeah, here. and that's why I knew it would be like, I, I, was, oh, yeah. I was mock surprised. So. I know. I. It's fine. It's no drama there. I just, I just like <laughs> Mustang. Uh, you know, so she, she gets him out of the mud, mm -hmm. takes him in, convalesces him in the cave. And th the reason I like Mustang so much is this chapter. Mm -hmm. It's because she is the mastermind, the architect of this plan that's going to work. Now, at the same time, she completely recognizes that she lacks a certain element of leadership to actually carry that out. Mm -hmm. So not taking anything away from Darrow. Like it takes everything to, to carry the plan out. But yeah. Mustang really is the mastermind and everything here is laid out. And it's like what you've been doing, right? Where you kind of peaked as, you know, just trying to inflict pain and, and kind of subvert people and, mm -hmm. and kind of dominate them, like is not going to work. You know, it's, it's this sacrificial leadership. It's actually putting power into your subordinates and, mm -hmm. and working independently of your own mind. And all of these things are explored and kind of, vetted out in this chapter wow that was really well said dude that's well, thank I'm, you i'm into that um i'm just gonna skip uh, any feedback on that and just go right to my favorite chapter all right it's chapter eight um so i was surprised by this i did not think that i would pick a chapter from the early part of the book um but as i went re, re went through the book to kind of answer this question i felt like i had to kind of go back and examine the entire story in order to uh give this question a, a fair thought and give my laurel to chapter eight uh, it's it's just really cinematic for me. Like I really feel this and really see it like uh, in a big way. So this is the title of the chapter is called Dancer, and it's just you meet him at the beginning of the chapter. Then you get to play the card game, the you know the Lamb card and the Reaper card, right? And that's really fun. That's a really cool moment. I know that's like a kind of a favorite moment for you. Mm -hmm. um, but what I like about this so much is the end of the chapter, and it's it's Dancer again teaching lessons. But I want to talk about like the scene itself, and they're getting in. You're getting in that lift or the elevator, essentially, right. and you're rising, and you're just going up and up and up. And Daryl's even questioning, "How far does this thing go?" <laughs> and he, and then he realizes we're going to the surface. And the end of the chapter is uh, him having to put glasses on or like sunglasses on right before like the doors open to the lift, and all of a sudden like Daryl's like, "I am blind," and 
then all of a sudden right before him he sees just like an a huge city and he knows that everything that he's been told in the mines is 100 percent a lie and i think even though we have that lingering suspicion as readers that that's truly happening that the, the surface is completely inhabited and, and functioning it's fine it's nice to finally feel that confirmation and that resonate um so that's why i like that chapter so much is is this like kind of feel of like i can see it in a movie i can see it in my head so vividly and also i like the conversation that's happening here too you have a dancer the character going what what do you want there like what do you want out of this you know we brought you back to life so but what are you here for now like what are you living for um and he kind of like puzzles out like like i want to kill augustus and then mm-hmm. i love the line that uh that uh dancer delivers, delivers back he says the arch governor is merely one of the most important golds on Mars. And then he says, you must widen your gaze. It's like, <laughs> oh, we can do way more than that, man. Like, we can take down way more people than just, just Augustus. Like that's small potatoes. Um, I love the ambition that Dancer has in that moment too. Super cool. Great chapter all the way through meeting a character that is uh, transformative. And we picked a similar kind of feel for our chapters. You know, like we picked these... Um, they're not action scenes. They're 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 the teaching moments, rather they're formative moments. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I didn't realize that we did that. Um, so the last Laurel we're gonna do is we're gonna pick out our uh, favorite scene, individual scene or moment. Uh, so what's the uh, favorite individual scene that you have in this book? All right. So the scene I'm giving my Laurel to is Olympus falling to Darrow. Mm-hmm. We know that Pierce can write a freaking action scene. Yeah. Like. He's badass at that. Yeah. And he does so like I mean, Golden Sun is almost one big action scene. Like one big action scene. <laughs> yeah. Dark Age is so long that it has multiple, but they might as well be independent books. Yeah. You know, he, he just writes these epic, epic action scenes. And yeah. this is our first taste of, of that kind of writing. Yeah. That big, big war kind mm-hmm. of feel. Mm-hmm. And it's just, again, you know, uh, cinematic, like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, People can easily envision everything, every bit of Olympus falling yes. and what it looks like to run through, what it looks like to take grab boots up there and land on it and, and start running through hallways and, and wrestling. You feel like you're and, there with those kids, like just kind of, you know, because who hasn't wanted to do that? Who hasn't wanted to like, or at least envisioned in some way, like you as yourself as a part of a story that's like a part of this big epic action scene, whether you see it on a movie, whether you read it in a book, like you're putting yourself in that perspective too. And it, and I want to be there. I want to, I mean, I kind of don't because it's scary, <laughs> but I want to be there too. I love this pick yeah. um, for a favorite scene. And it's like the first time I, I think I didn't plan this part ahead. So I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is actually the first time Darrow comes up against someone wielding a razor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause it's all iron blades uh, mm-hmm. to this point. And that's what Cassius has and, uh, you know, makeshift instruments or bows and arrows or whatever, or horses, but we're talking like full on razors and pulse fists. And, and this is yeah. like, yeah, it's so, so it's just kind of, it again is a scene that just lends to what's to come in, mm-hmm. in the series. And it's, yeah. it's awesome. You hear about razors a lot. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, Mustang makes kind of references to them. Like you're as skinny as a razor or whatever. And it's like, what's a freaking razor? Like, yeah. you know. Well, even Mateo, they talk about training with razors and why yeah. they're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, because they're not going to be used in the Institute. Right. They know that. Um, even though they tell you they don't know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nice to finally see what it is and kind of feel out what that is. Even though I'm, I'm, I was still a little confused. By Golden Sun, you have a very good idea of what a razor is, even in the very beginning of that book. For sure. But um, right there, you don't. Um, my Laurel for favorite scene, 
I don't want to labor this too much because we talked about it so much at the beginning of last episode, but it's the end of chapter 36. You know, we title it Becoming the Reaper, but I actually wanted to figure out um, what a better name for it would be. So I actually posted on the Red Rising subreddit the um, just the, the section of story for it. And I posted that and it was like, uh, hey, anyone like help me figure out what a good scene title would be for this. Um, one person called it Pinecone Cousins, which is hilarious. <laughs> there was other like names. That. There was other names that the two standouts were Pinecone Cousins as a joke. But the other one that I thought was perfect was Blood Brothers. Mm, and because that's at the end, Daryl embraces uh, Tactus and says, we are, you know, we're Blood Brothers now. And that's kind of the, the culmination of everything that happens within that scene uh, for those two characters is them becoming, creating a bond that is now, that can't be broken um, and, or easily broken rather. But I, I think that that's um, my favorite. So where can we find your scene? Your scene is essentially the last, it's kind of woven into the last like two chapters of the book because it's yeah. 42 and 43. Exactly. My scene can be found at the end of chapter uh, 36. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, dude, that's that's it. That's the episode. It's a short one today. So go. it's kind of a tease episode because we want to set up uh, next week's uh, Q&A or AMA uh, for uh, that. And that will be the end of season one. And then we'll take a break to early winter 2021. It's crazy. This happened fast. It did. It happened a little too fast. And <laughs> we've never done a podcast before. We literally, uh, it was just some trial and error, but uh, it was meeting Tim that helped us kind of get this going. But we just uh, we just decided we wanted to try. And we had a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Ben and Aaron from Hallerpod that gave us a lot of support. Absolutely. Feedback. Uh, shout out to where Daydreamers go on Instagram. Uh, Haller for Life on Instagram. PB Doodles on Instagram. I'm missing people. Who else am I missing? Like our shot, like just. Uh, man, the community at large is, has just been incredible to us. That Yeah. I mean, we could sit here and name them all, but. I'm, I'm, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel bad because there's like a lot of people that like have really been like really like they've had, they said a lot of beautiful words to us yeah. and really encouraging words. Here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll check the show notes out and we're going to have a more exhausting list there we of, go. That's of good. who we just have really impacted us. Yeah. I like that you've landed your support uh, in a way that uh, has helped really shape the pod. Uh, and so. Next week, uh, we're excited to come back and hopefully, depending on how many questions we get, to um, we'll we'll do them all if we can. You know, we'll try to run a little longer with that one. Last week's episode was probably too long, but uh, like it's probably <laughs> like I don't know what the runtime was like an hour. I'm guessing. I think they hung with us though. I hope so. Um, so anyway, okay. Until next week, Hail Reaper. Hail Reaper. Thanks to Pierce Brown for writing the beloved Red Rising series. A special thanks to Tim, our engineer and sound designer. Check out his music on Spotify by looking for the link in our podcast description. And thanks to all our contributors who made this show possible. If you enjoy what you hear, please take a moment to rate and review us on your respective podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Hail Reaper Pod, And you can email us at hailreaperpod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, please take a look on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Hail Reaper. Until next time, for my co-host Philip, I'm Jeremy. Thanks for listening.